Welcome to Scars to Stars, where conversations and personal stories let us know we are not alone. In this show, you will meet authors and speakers from our books and events as they share vulnerable personal stories to spread hope and inspire you through adversities in your own life. The world is a difficult place. You will find like-minded people here with kind hearts and supportive souls. I am your host, Dina Brown Mitchell. I am a suicide survivor and the founder of the Realize Foundation. I am so glad you are here. Let's dig into this meaningful conversation. How are you today? We are back with another author interview for the Scars to Stars book launch that's coming on February 22nd. So today I am here with Lisa Rogers, and she is going to give us a little overview of what her chapter is about. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Dina. Um, My chapter is called um, Going from Why Me to What's Next. And the message is that we are more powerful than our past. The moment we take ownership of what's next, right? Um, I there's nothing. First of all, there's there's nothing wrong with being a victim. People are are, are victimized, you know, unfortunately every day. And and um, sometimes the word victim gets a bad rap, right? Nobody wants to be a victim. Um, but there's a big difference. Um, between being a victim and like owning victimhood. And um, I think that that distinction needs to be made more often um, because I think it's discouraging to people to want to speak up if they are going to be looked at as a victim. Um, So there's nothing wrong with being a victim, but when you own victimhood, like I did, um, because I I didn't get love. So pity was kind of the next best thing. Um, And so I ended up, having a lot of trauma in my childhood and then avoid in the service of avoiding the pain of that created a whole life filled with more trauma and pain, trying to run from the original pain. So um, I just kept keeping it on. And, and, you know, um, sometimes, you know, I got myself in my own jackpots and other times, you know, it was just, it was what it was, but I always used it to try and elicit, um, the closest thing to love I thought I could ever get. And I asked why me an awful lot. Why me? Was I born evil? Does God hate me? You know, what did I do to deserve this? That kind of stuff. And um, it's just an icky place to be. It doesn't feel good. And you live in the problem instead of the solution. And as long as we live in the problem, like we can't even see solutions. It's like, you know, like I talk about, um, suicidal ideation and stuff like that being like a hand that's in front of your face and you can't see what's in front of it. It's the same with living in the problem. Um, now I believe fully in, you know, whatever's happening in the moment, just experiencing it. So if there's a painful moment to lean into it and experience it and go through it rather than try to stuff it or go around it or step over it. Um, so I'm not saying deny anything and just move on. I'm saying, feel it, experience it, do what you need to do to, to get the help you need. And then what's next and to not live from that space, continually looking back to see, you know, how you're doing. Um, and that as soon as we own whatever's happened and say, okay, I'm going to feel what I need to feel and talk about what I need to talk about, have the, 
you know, the difficult conversations, right? The awkward conversations. Um, and then what's next? What do I do now? How do I live in the solution? What's the solution? And I didn't know how to make a decision. I didn't make decisions. Life just, whatever life wanted to toss at me or toss me around. And all, all I thought my job was, was to land on my feet. That was it. And I was really good at that. I was really good at landing on my feet. Um, but I wasn't creating a life of my, for myself, for my family. I wasn't creating a future. I was just constantly picking up the pieces and trying to dust myself off and get up again and try again. And, you know, I did fail forward at least. But um, once I started to own the decisions of what happens next, I was able to create a life worth living and create a family worth feeling um, worthy of. And uh, it's, uh, that's where the sense of empowerment comes in and just making the decision. And sometimes it's a small decision and sometimes it's a big decision, but usually it's the decisions day in and day out that either are going to take me down a path of pain and suffering and um, self-pity or a path of uh, feeling strong and confident and courageous and excited to step out into the unknown, which is where, you know, everything good is on the other side of that fear. Right. So, um, just how, how some small decisions in the right direction will take us where we need to go and um, that we can overcome whatever adversity is in our life, whether we caused it ourselves or it was done to us, it really doesn't matter. No matter what's happened, what we've experienced, we can rise above it and have something new, something different, something better. Yes, we can. <laughs> I think that's the the whole purpose of this book is to let let people know that they're not alone and that they can rise above whatever it is. So thank you so much for for sharing that. Thank um, you. My other question for you today is about your experience of being part of this project and writing your writing a, a small part of your story. It's it's been very interesting. Um I'm authoring a second a book, a larger book about um, my memoir, Self-Help Memoir. And I wanted to find a story that was impactful. Um, and I, this story popped into my head about an experience I had that I've never talked about. Never talked about it. Um, not, I didn't report it. I didn't share it with anybody. It was something that happened. And I just said, you know what? Nobody's going to believe you and nobody cares. So stuff it. Suck it up, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and keep it moving. And that was pretty much my MO. Um, so writing down that experience and kind of living, you know, in through that moment, through these eyes now, 30, 30 years later, um, was very interesting. And to see my own growth from then to now and to to know that I was a part of this larger collective of people who have gone through so many different experiences and how they reacted to their experiences and their approach to recovery and and overcoming uh, what they've gone through and how many different ways there are mm -hmm. to recover and to to get through and to rise above that it's, you know one size doesn't fit all 
And here's an opportunity to read this book where, okay, if this story doesn't resonate with me or this solution doesn't resonate with me, there's all these others that I can check out in this book. And chances are you're going to find something that will speak to you. And I think that that's great because then it's just an opportunity to reach more people and help, you know, touch more lives. And I think it's uh, it's a really, um, a really good opportunity for people to find themselves somewhere in that book and learn something new and try something new. And, and uh, I'm just really excited to be a part of this project. And I really appreciate you uh, inviting me to take part in it. Well, thank you. I'm super excited to have you. And I think it's, it's been such an awesome experience for all of the authors because all of them tell me like a lot of, a lot of the 19 people in this book didn't know each other. Yeah. And so learning about each other's experiences and reading about them and connecting is also creating this community that is supportive and, um, you know, helpful in a lot of ways. And I think that's our, our end goal is conversations and community through personal story and how we can help people realize they are not alone in the world and that there are other people who've been where they are and they can show them the way out and we can all support each other. And I'm getting emotional because this has been something I've been working on for so long. So I'm excited to have you and all of the other people involved. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited for everyone to be able to read this book and see how it can help them. Or if they maybe want to be part of another one in the future, you know, we already are talking about that. So super excited about what it's going to do for everyone involved and all the people we're going to touch in the world. And also just to mention, and I've said this on most videos, but that all the proceeds from this book will go to the, the Realize Foundation, which is all about suicide prevention. And Lisa happens to be our president of the board. And we are super excited about what is coming for our organization and the lives we're going to be able to save and change in the process. So thank you for listening. Thank you for, um, you know, following what we're doing. And we will hope to see you soon. I'm so happy you joined us for this conversation. My wish is that you found comfort and hope in your own unique situation. If you resonated with our message, please head over to therealizedfoundation.org where you can apply to write your own story in one of our books. You can also download our 60 Ideas for Self-Care on the resources page. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, you are not alone, you are worthy, and you are enough.